and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont. All the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. We're your hosts, Brady Steffel. And Annie Larner. All right, here we are, Brady. How do you guys think we did? I hope uh, I hope you liked it. I think we did pretty good there. Yeah. You're, you're going to get used to that because we've got some bittersweet news for you, uh, our dear listeners. We're going to we're gonna get into maybe talking about 2022 and what's ahead for 2023. But first, we did want to share some news, which is that... Our fearless side dish founder, the legendary Eric Hozempa, will no longer be hosting the podcast with us. I didn't say legendary. I feel like we should have a rim shot inserted there. <laughs> Higher production value. We love you, Eric. <laughs> wah, wah. Back in 2019, Eric had a vision for a podcast about Longmont, and we can say that 174 episodes later, he did prove that you fine people will tune in each week to find out what is happening in your town. The good, the bad, and, well, the painfully tedious. Mm. <laughs> Traffic, anyone? Uh, having proved this, it is Eric's time to ride off into the podcast sunset and get a few hours of his week back. What he will do with his time, we can only guess, but I like to think he will be listening to his favorite records, sipping perhaps some fine vintages ordering new varieties from Johnny's Seed Catalog, and maybe occasionally tuning in to Side Dish to keep up with traffic updates. Eric, we love you. We will miss you. Mm. And, of course, we wish you all the peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. <laughs> also, I would like to make a personal note that I sincerely hope we have not lost our number one listener, Sandy, to this transition. Please keep writing us, in, writing into us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. You can wear your headphones who doesn't know that you're <laughs> yeah, sticking with us. Exactly. <clears throat> and I guess to the rest of you listeners, we hope you'll stick with us too. Um, we're going to continue with Side Dish with some small tweaks. Brady and I will be here, but we are going to be coming at you every two weeks mm-hmm. instead of every week, which seems to be our cadence these days anyway, so right. hope, hope you're liking that, all right? And more importantly, we're going to be bringing on as many guests as we possibly can. The Lord knows you need less of Brady and me and more of people who actually know things about things. So starting in 2023, we'll be coming at you, what, like January? I don't know, man. Brady doesn't know anything. We don't know. We got to figure this out. But we'll be coming at you in 2023. We actually have some awesome guests already lined up that I'm super excited about in January. Um, and we hope you'll tune in for those. And most importantly, we want to hear from you. Yes. Yes. Please yes. tell us who you would like us to have on as a guest and send in your ideas to the same place, SideDishLongmont at gmail.com. Yes, it's still live and active. And we want to hear what you want to have on the podcast. Yeah, I feel like if it was just left up to me, I'd have like the Phil Greenwald show. <laughs> It'd be Phil every week. Yeah, just like, <laughs> Phil, can you, can you, uh, I don't know where the, 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 like the knob is for this particular traffic light. Like, could you turn it down? It's way too long for me to wait. Just whatever. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, we had a bit of a traffic dirge this last one, uh, but we made it through. Yeah. Hope, hope you guys made it to the yeah, end. Traffic is, and it's always a thing. It's pretty funny. I was on the subreddit and they're just talking about traffic. And I'm like, ah, it's hard. I mean, there's actually a big discussion about Main Street and what, like, what people want for Main Street and talking about how it is just a, it's a highway for some people. Mm-hmm. And there was, you know, somebody's like, well, we should, we should push traffic over to Kaufman and then we should push it over here and that'd be really nice and you know like just back and forth and back and forth what people want I feel like though now that Eric is not on the show um, because all Eric and I ever did was talk about the fastest ways to drive through town (laughs) is I should like start driving around by his house and just like 
the fastest way to get from here to there and then just say like the like the slowest way to drive past five stop signs like, yeah so this is and just in case you ever listen to like no no that's not it it's, take a left dragon back We'll we'll definitely have to like channel Eric sometimes. We'll we'll, we'll drop the peace and love buzzes. Mm-hmm. We'll drop the very cool buzzes, mm-hmm. and we'll forever miss you. And if you listeners miss Eric anytime, you can always go back to one of the first 174 episodes. 174. And see what he had. I was on like all of those, maybe save one. Yeah, totally. Jeez, it's crazy. Please. Well, moving along, um, there is a little bit of buzz around town. You got, you got anything, Brady? What's going on around Longmont? Oh, I mean, it's, it's we, been pretty I, we, slow. Yeah, it's been kind of slow. It's been that time of year, and like we've been, we've had stuff going on in my house. There's been stuff going on in my life, and it's just been too much to go out and do stuff. So I haven't been out doing too much stuff. Um, trying to think. Well, of, it's a slow week. I mean, we have yeah. the. It's we're still in the first week of the break for kids for mm-hmm. the two weeks mm-hmm. like Christmas is already gone mm-hmm. I'm taking down my tree this afternoon mm-hmm. and yeah. we still have like 10 days of kids at home it's it's really an odd schedule <laughs> it's the, I know that's what I'm saying it's like throwing every the Christmas presents the newness I of the Christmas presents is gonna like wear off yeah I don't envy you any of that <laughs> I know, it's crazy Just happy to get home my, my idiot dogs um running around but it, I mean it's been muddy and soupy we had great snow so like that's cool yeah if you're listening we're sitting uh basically on main street right now and watching the cars go by and uh there's just heaps of snow and I'm glad I have four-wheel drive and I hope that you guys yeah but it already it. melted so this is a crazy like spring <clears throat> snow that took place in December and it was so heavy I walked yeah. in this morning I about five of us passers-by helped a car move out of the parking lot. Out of the soup. Oh yeah, fully got sprayed by like his two front wheel tires and this thing was just a nightmare. And already it's pretty much melted. It's just like heaps of wet Well, they do, I mean, uh, I think snow management in Longmont is like... They did a great job this one. Well, but they put stuff down so it melts Mm. and that's how they handle it most of the time. They don't really plow. So the side street where I live... Right, um, side streets are a mess. It's a mess. And so I don't think I would have gotten here without Mm -hmm. four wheel drive. Mm -hmm. Just for the two blocks I needed to get to like a main thoroughfare. But this morning was a nice little neighborly fest. I mean, we had two snowblowers that were out on our block, kind of taking care of everyone's uh-huh. sidewalks. We had shovelers. I have a, I have an amazing neighbor, David, like who, shout out to David. He is amazing and shovels our, he's like twice my age and is out shoveling our walks every single time it snows. And I got to say, if you're a family with kids and you've got someone shoveling your walk for you, that's like a saint living here on earth. Yeah. Thank you to my neighbors who help out with shoveling. Here's, and I just love that. It's amazing. Here's a question for you. Do you, when you, when you clean your car off, do you make sure you get all the, the snow off of the top of the no, car? No, no. That's like the silliest. And I, yeah, I know. People are really opinionated about it's this. It's so funny. People just, are just so, yeah. So there's a guy on the subreddit. If you're driving around with a foot of snow on top of your car today, <laughs> the big fat dum-dum store called and they're all out of you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Because yeah. um, like, you know, if it's blown off or, you know, like it's going to like recollect to the back of your car or something, I, I, I kind of get Right, right. Like you have a truck or something. But like, yeah, maybe it's blocking my, my moonroof on it's my fine. truck right now. And it's fine. I got, you know, I, I cleared the lights. So my lights, you can, you know, you can see my lights. <laughs> And I did the hood so it doesn't blow up. On you know, the rest was clear. I could see yeah. all the windows Safety. are completely clear. Safety first. But I I couldn't get to the, the whole top, and I wanted to drive my car. Gosh. I'm not gonna. Sit, I don't know. So anyway, there you go. That's, yeah. Well, anyway, it's looking very festive out there. I love when all the white is on the trees, mm-hmm. and I think it'll look really romantic this evening with the continued lights on Main Street. Definitely For like a day, if you have dogs, and yeah. then like I know. it's just it's a mud. I, I mopped this morning. 
because like yesterday there's just a bowl of soup and they're like we're coming in and so then today already like there's dog prints going through the house again and it's just like no why did i bother it's impossible kelsey was now i'll be curious we should find out from someone if our snowpack is in better i would think it's in better shape at this time this year than it was last year. I mean, we didn't even have any snow, remember? Because we had the fire, which we're coming up on the one-year oh, anniversary yeah. of Marshall. Like, it was super dry no windy. snow, yeah, 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 and then yeah. it finally dumped on, what was it? New Year's Eve, right? That right. was right. Came, I, again, with the time, you asked about time stuff. Right. Don't ever ask me about time. <laughs> well, the only reason I remember is because we went and saw Star Wars at like on New Year's Eve, I think, last year. And um, that's when it was snowing. And it okay. finally came and put out the fire or whatever. But I can't believe we're coming up. I mean, geez, what a way to start 2022 was that fire. It was crazy. Yeah, that was absolutely right. The, the Marshall fires are starting. Yeah, yeah, the Marshall yeah. fire. I have a neighbor now who um, lost his home in that. Oh, um, he bought, so many people bought affected. Me. It's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, but anyway, um, let's see. What else is going around town? Um, I saw a new vintage and thrift store. That oh, I'm really excited we, to go check that out. Is what it, we got? So it's at 1245 Kimbark. It's in the oddest place. So you know where Kimbark... No, no, no. Let me start over. It's like where... Mount, I do know where Kimbark is. <laughs> Main Street and Mountain View. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the, yeah. the north end of the cemetery. If you go <sighs> east from there, basically over to Kimbark, the there plains. are these two kind of industrial buildings. Okay. There's like a blue one and a gray one. There's like a ti- few tire shops and whatnot in there. Yeah. It's kind of like random. Right in there. Is, right. a, is a new thrift shop. Like, right. Yeah, it's, I love to do my shopping. Yeah, yeah. Type of Sunshine Vintage. I mean, it's kind of close to my house, so I definitely need to go check it out. But it seemed it seemed pretty cool. Legit. I remember that, that space has been on the market for a while for lease, and they must have find, found a thrift shop to fill it. Yeah, Mountain View's, um, it's a pretty heavy thoroughfare, so if they're building off of there, I could see where it's... And have you ever been to... There's another thrift shop that I meant to go to that's, like, over near... Not far from the new development, Lou Cardenas at oh, yeah. 9th and Main, but then just north of there, there's all those random shops. There's like the wedding dress shop and the the furniture store. There's another little yeah. thrift. Sh- I don't think it's thrift. I think it's consignment, actually. No, no, it's thrift. And it's Wait, called- so the one with the purple roof? I don't there's think like it's hopes, called- and then there's one behind no, it. No, 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 no. This is farther down, farther oh, north. Oh, farther north. Um, getting closer to it. But anyway, it's called The Rack, and it's I don't think I've been some like thrift or whatever okay. it's like a tiny it's right on main it's got no part it's between lou cardenas such and, a weird part of town and the um well that's what's so hard I, th- I heard she was moving because of parking because it's between there and the dang it what's the drive through coffee shop dutch brothers dutch brothers that's what i'm saying i think they're opening another one um yeah south yeah. right yeah i just was looking at the development map today i think they're trying to open another one i'm trying to get it up but i can't type uh right now so so <laughs> Well, um, I think Eric might have mentioned. See, this is what's going to be hard about Eric. It's going to be like, you guys. He, he likes the coffee. I mentioned this in episode 163. Yeah, I, I don't remember what I was talking about like to my wife yesterday. <laughs> um, so Dutch Brothers Conditional Use Site Plan 589 Hover Street, yeah. actually. Hover Street. Yeah. So and I don't Hover. really get Dutch Brothers coffee, no. but I drink no. black coffee. Right. Almost exclusively. Once in a blue moon. I've got a little, I've got actually pretty nice espresso right. machine at the right. house, and I'll make myself a latte, the full fat, just... Just yeah, coffee, yeah. milk, yeah. boom together. Yeah, that's it. Do you remember when fat coffees were a thing? No. Do you remember that? That was like no. in like a couple years ago where you do butter oh. and straight butter into your coffee or whatever. I think that's what they're called a fat coffee. Yeah. What was it? it was like fortified butter or something? See, I'm botching. This. Fortified butter. I don't know. What do you fortify butter? No, with? Hang on a second. What do you fortify? Fat coffee <laughs> drink. I'm gonna look this up because it was um, a thing for a while. It's a Bulletproof coffee, right? So okay. coffee with unsalted butter and MCT oil. 
So that's I don't like know co- what that is. Coconut oil. Oh, okay. And like, that's right. That's what it was. Butter. Co- it was just like full as fat. <laughs> but I feel like I haven't heard about those for a while. Bulletproof coffees. It was like, it went through its trend like two years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. It's, that'd be fine. I don't know. There's also... They're um, saying that like you, you would, you, you take up the... Because if it rides the fat, if the fat is the carrier, then you absorb the caffeine more efficiently. Oh, I've never your, had like, a really like an issue, whatever, right? I don't, <laughs> just drink another cup of whatever. coffee. Whatever, whatever. I just well, I do, I do do cream in mine. I like cream, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't really good, judge I'm people. Well, I do. I, I judge people a lot. I'm not going to say I don't judge people. I'm a, I'm a very judgy, ter- terrible person. But <laughs> um, you know, drink whatever coffee you want. Like it's fine, but. Um, I, I just like black coffee. Black coffee's fine. I know that there's like Tibetan tea with butter in it. Ah, okay. I think, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think, Wait, what's Tibetan tea? Is it black tea? Uh, yeah, I think it's black tea and there's butter in it. Okay, I think it's like yak butter. I can't oh, remember. Somebody write in and tell me. I had some weird stuff at a Tibetan restaurant Yum. once or some sort of like yeah, fusion restaurant. Nice. And I remember that and I was like, yeah, that it, it was fine. You know, like it's a thing yeah. there, whatever. Uh, and I don't want to like mess somebody's culture up, though I have. I just I just screwed somebody up. Somebody's mad at me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> right in, tell me. I'm an idiot. Uh, you have the you have the the straight deets or whatever people say. I don't I don't know. I'm just making speaking of up. cultural food, this this week we had dinner at some friend's house. They served like really authentic um, Mexican food, and she served. And I don't know if this is traditional, but she said they do it every year on Christmas. Goat. Have you ever had goat meat? Yeah, I have. It was my In first Indian time. Food, yeah. It was, and they, That's she, fine, did, yeah. she almost did like a pot roast style. So it was a yeah. roast and it's like, just you shred it or whatever. And it was yeah. like with a bunch of stuff. Anyway, it was delicious. I think I've had Goat. it. In, it was incredible. In Indian food and it was stewed like that too. Yeah, I don't, stewed, exactly. I, I don't yeah. think it's, um, known for it's like yeah ten, like you're not gonna go buy but it, like a rip a fat but I'm steak. I'm telling you, like, it was so, it tasted like beef. It was easily as tender and like soft and juicy there, as beef and there's a lot of cuts of meat where you can take like that and you treat it right right exactly and then it, it's it was fine. a total slow cook thing or whatever but like i think like a lot of people go it. like well i want a new york strip or i want a ribeye right. and i want to grill it up and it's right. like it doesn't work like that like oh, you can't yeah you know like even with with like game animals if you hunt deer you can cook an elk steak and i've had elk steak before but you wouldn't just eat the elk steak without right. anything else on it because when we made it we made like a golden raisin sauce that went on it was very sweet because the meat was very gamey mm-hmm. it was very as you go like you have to treat other stuff the benefit of something like beef is that it is just very it's something that you want to eat exactly. just on its own like yeah it's so yeah it's easy to meat. like do you don't have to yeah yeah exactly but i'll tell you what it was amazing and she said that they bought a whole goat not far from here it was a farm like south of longmont somewhere <laughs> like 287 i was like wow i wonder how much me-. and i can't remember what she said like Got some forty pounds of like yeah. goat meat from it. Oh. It's interesting. All right, had it before, so it was good. Yeah. And by the way, I asked this group who makes really good authentic uh, Mexican food, who what their favorite Mexican joint and lot like what's who's the oh, most God. authentic. You're gonna, you're gonna make somebody mad. I know. They said unequivocally, without doubt, tacos Don Jose. That's really up by North. Yeah, Lane I used to on, eat there all the time. Yeah. That was my go-to place. King Supers up yeah, there. Yeah, they yeah. said it's it's the best. Tacos Don Jose has um, really good carnitas tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, nice. Yeah, so they they I I'll I'll say yeah I I enjoy that. But they and are. They had a shout out to GTO Tacos as well. Yeah, also has good food. Yeah. Um, yeah, any are just talking about them off there. Um, good food. I also like Josie's. Josie's tacos used to be right. Benny's tacos. I never go over there. Yeah, I, I like them. Hmm. Um, I, we used to eat them like almost once a week. There's just so many options. There's it's a crazy. lot of options, and everyone's like, "I'll die on this hill," and it's like, "Well, it's their tacos. They're all pretty good. There's they're all so many." Yeah, I think did I mention this on air one time? But I went to like a 
play or something. It was really a playback theater thing last year at the Longmont Museum. And um, they bring people up and play back their stories. It's it's really interesting. And this guy went up who has a business in Longmont. He does a he has a food manufacturing company and he lives in Boulder, but he was, the whole thing was about Boulder versus Longmont. I think I did mention this last year, but in any case, he, he told the story about loving having his company or his business in Longmont because what they do every week is on Tuesdays, they get tacos from a different place in town. And like they hadn't run out. They had, they had never like circled back on the same spot yeah. because they've been doing it for so long and they still yeah between the restaurants places. and the trucks and everything else in town right. you There's can so many. you're spoiled for choice I like don't go to all of them all the time because um, I have to find safe restaurants and I sort of stick to them because of the right. dietary stuff right. but yeah I mean the, everything that I've had has been pretty darn good um, so I think that there's just a there's an insane amount of options for that type of food in town. And I love it. Like, I think it's yeah. great. Um, I know. I was just trying to Google before this some tamale. I heard about another tamale place on North Hover, which maybe Eric told us. And that's where I heard. I can't remember. But I was like, you Google tamales and there's just all these places that come up that I don't even know about. It's it's just so crazy. I got to keep getting good at like going to different ones. I think the ones. thing is too, like, it, like the, the town is, I mean, for better or worse, it's like pretty bifurcated. There's mm-hmm. like sort of the white side and there's Latino side and then they don't always, there's not always a lot of that crossing over. And so like you wind up with these places that are like for a group of people made by that group of people. And then you have like a really good food right. serving that community. Right. And then all of a sudden you go like, oh wow, there's this amazing food and like nobody in here looks like me, but this is really amazing. I wish I'd heard about it sooner. And I think there's a lot of that because there's there sort of is two longmonts that exist in parallel, and it's like it's too bad, and it's kind of the way the world works. Um, oh yeah, we do what we can to make a nice, inclusive community, but you know, people tend to like to, you know, stay safe and whatever. Ah, right, right. The politics right. of uh, racial relations is not really our. Uh, well, we can talk yeah. about it sometime as it relates to school because we experience a lot of that. It's yeah, but, interesting. Geez. There's a lot of. I mean, there's like two two different St. Green Valleys sometimes when mm-hmm. you like look at the schools. It's to your point, very yeah. can be very segregated by school choice. <laughs> yeah. But we're not getting into that today. The next thing I want to mention is there's a new bookstore downtown called Longmont Books that just opened up this month. And it's at 624 Main. And this is the building that's kind of for sale, actually. It's the white building where the Lale radio has operated out of for a long time. The white brick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So Lale, what is it, 1080, been in town forever, an AM station. And I think they're still operating. Their station's still there. But on the other half of that building, um, just a bookstore just moved in. Oh. And it's this guy by the name of Jake. And I feel like I might have interacted with this guy back in the day when he looked at a different building. Sure. I remember meeting mm-hmm, him like mm-hmm, last year and mm-hmm. I need to go introduce myself and say, dude, I think I remember you. But in any case, he, he op- it's tiny. It's so cute. It's like tiny. But here's what he says about it on his website, by the way, which is I think longmontbooks.com. Maybe you want to validate that. He says, hi, I'm Jake. I opened Longmont Books in December 2022. It's been my dream to have a small, cozy bookshop since at least 2016. Inside Longmont Books, you will find a carefully curated and hand-picked selection of nonfiction books, memoir, biography, essays, humor, sports writing, politics, business, and of course, travel. Along with books, I'm heavily interested in building a community space where people want to spend time. Take a look at the events calendar to see all that is happening inside the shop. Hope to see you soon. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's It's longmontbooks.com. Com. Super small, cute is. little bookstore yeah, um, um, with lots of events. So definitely check it out. 
Yeah, he's got January 7th, Happy Hour Book Exchange. On the 13th, there's selected readings of your for your listening pleasure. Join us for Glass of Wine and Conversations every second Friday of the month. Um, yeah, sounds nice. Yeah, um, sounds awesome. Quiet night out. Like, need. I don't need a... Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I just, like, talk about events a lot. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, if I go out, I just want to, like, hang out with somebody. And right. my ears, like... Right. Even when I was young, it's like, oh, God. It's you guys want to go out? Can't we just go home and turn the radio down and just... <laughs> I mean, I'll stay up all night and drink with you guys, but, like, not if all I'm doing is getting my eardrums destroyed. It's no fun. Um, let's see. We've got, we've got the development log pulled up here to see if there's any, any yeah, new and interesting l- developments. We, uh, the map is hinky. They're saying that the map is down now. Um, oh, yeah. see, that makes it so hard. It does the make it really hard. And I was trying to look at that, and I'm on my one screen. Usually at home, I've got, like, two 27-inch monitors. Right, right, right. Expansive. And so I've been looking at this, and we're trying to do a little recap. So if you got any particular questions, any... Well, I was going to mention, I don't know if this is not in the development log yet, because it's not a development yet, but the city recently put out a request for expressions of interest for what they're calling the, the Downtown Longmont Slope Project, hmm. which I think is part of like a bigger thing, but, but you know, they, they're calling now everything like south of, um, south of 3rd Street as you start to go down the mm-hmm. hill. They call it the Slope. Yeah, it makes sense. Which is kind of fun and, and cute, and it's kind of like caught on, and they've been doing some marketing around that for a while, but there's a lot of concerted like development efforts happening south of 3rd all the way down basically to the river. And, yep. of course, the city's been acquiring parcels to work on the 1st and Main Transit project yep. and then the Kaufman um, Corridor project, which will go and connect to that eventually. So there's a lot of activity going on there, but they put out one specifically, a request for, it's called a REI, I think, um, for expression of interest on, <clears throat> I guess this would be 203, let's see, 204 Main Street. So Jester's Theater is for sale, and then south of that, you, there's some parking there's lots some parking lot that there, are yeah. city owned. Okay. And then south of that is some is like another property. And so what they're trying to do is get interest from developers who might want to assemble one or more of those properties. <laughs> so Avengers assemble. Yep, exactly. It would require an assemblage and then and then do a redevelopment there. So like just get rid of all of it and then. Oh. Exactly, and so I will say, uh, Jester's is a little worse for the wear. Doesn't yeah, look great I mean, on the outside. right. I, I don't like. I know people love it. Sort of a beloved institution, whatever. And I don't. I'm not 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 trying to disparage any of that, but it, right. it looks a little careworn right. on the outside. Uh, I walked past because I did park down there, and I walked up to Hefe's to have lunch with somebody the other day. Speaking of tacos, went to the you know that the other side of the taco thing. <laughs> um, but it's one of those where uh, I went out with somebody who is vegetarian. And I'm gluten-free. And I was like, well, where are you going to go? <laughs> I was like, well, you want to go to Hefe's? Because, like, you got to go to, like, a hipster place. Like, we, we call my son Dalton a fruititarian because that's, like, all he wants to eat. just, like, fruit all fruit. day. I think wow. you guys could go get some fruit bowls. <laughs> right, yeah. Just go get, like... <laughs> Smoothies. <laughs> smoothie. Bucket of smoothie. Um, so, yeah, but I walked up past Jester's and it's like, all right, yeah, this... I mean, if it stays a theater, it's definitely going to need... I mean, it's just, yeah, it's either going to stay a theater or it kind of goes away. It's, yeah. you know, we talk about highest and best use all the time in real estate. And it's like, you look at these type of redevelopment areas and yeah. what is the highest and best use? Is it, is it a parking lot? No, it's not a surface lot in the right. middle of, is it a theater that really can't, doesn't have as much of a future as it did? I don't, probably not. And so what can we do? And so the right, city, right. of course, is looking at that and trying to weave it in with their plans. But they say here in this request that um, 
they sort of because they put out what they want it to roughly be mm-hmm. and then developers come and say okay here here's how i can fulfill your mm-hmm, vision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they said the residential slash mixed use development is envisioned to be three to six stories in height proposals will be consistent with the downtown master plan yada yada but not limited to active ground floor use that creates foot traffic and vibrancy mm-hmm. Compact urban form with greater intensity and mm-hmm. vertical mixed use, mm-hmm. while complementing the historical downtown character, um, and basically mix of uses. So they want something that's like office, retail, trade, some sort of or community market, even or event or a music venue. So residential, so mixed use, right? Yeah, so yeah. residential on the top, yep. maybe some office, retail, entertainment, whatever like brings value to that area and yep. adds some amenities to downtown. So we'll see if something That's, happens there or not. I mean, I, I like it. Like it, that that parking lot is weird because it's it's actually yeah. nice to go there and park yeah. there. Like I, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this parking lot. Yeah, it's because I was like looking for a spot and I was like, oh, I go on the block. You kind of forget about it though. It's yeah, funny. you really. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this parking lot that. And I've lived within like eight, ten blocks of here. Right. For like eight, ten years, and I've never used that lot. And I'm going, oh, this lot. Yeah, like, this is totally. a lot right here. It's, it's crazy. And like it's half empty, and you're like, eh, why don't I park here? Because like, usually I park three blocks for the north, two blocks for the north, and I go there, and it's parking everywhere is very easy. And that's, I mean, g- genuinely a concern with the amount of development that's coming up because if they have that many more people living there, and right. blah, 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 blah. it is, yeah. And people really lose their minds about parking. And it's like, okay. Um, I think so to put a pin in the um, this development like I hope that they find something and kind of do it because that area like second first I mean I'd love to see Main Street extend down I think it's yeah. a beautiful like a lot of potential it totally will that's like it's moving in that direction in every way yeah and like what we were saying before um, there's so many apartments that are either slated and we've talked about this but it's the end of the year it's a great time to do a wrap up I've got the development review log up and we were looking at um, like what's all slated for um, that area and we're talking between first you know for south that's yep. by the river and up yep. um, to third street yep and it is it's bonkers how many um apartment complexes are slated to go up because you like when I, first, when I first moved here it's like oh what a cool turkey plant and if you <laughs> if you're listening and you didn't see it where the like very modern and sleek and chic um south main station is right now it was just brutalist construction. It was a, I mean, like a like a veiny piece of concrete sticking up out of the ground. It's just so. It was and so. Stung, it was a butterball plant. It's it was a butterball to high heaven. Yeah, so it was just a it was a turkey processing plant. Yeah, and it was everything that you'd expect. I mean, it was of. important and it played a huge role. In, yeah. in Longmont's economy for a long time and just you know time. Well, there were a lot of things that did and a lot of yeah. things have changed and like the way that the town was laid out. Now you wouldn't have a. A turkey processing plant. Right. Like we could still have a turkey processing plant on the fringes of town, but it's not going to be slapped in right. the middle of Main Street where all of this housing development right. is going. And it's kind of the same with like, oh well, Sugar Beets used to play this huge role in town, and like, well, we don't, right. we don't really exactly. do that anymore. And that stuff is still around, and it's still cool, but um, we don't, we don't do that anymore. And so that was replaced. And with South Main Station going in, I mean, we we waited a long time because that <laughs> building was so ugly. It was it, it, like it was unpainted. It was just gray, like it was rough. East, like East German and kind like of tall too, like really high with no windows. Brutalist and... construction, <laughs> and um, it was it was ugly. Sin. So we watched uh, very closely as that was being torn down, and it was like this was sort of the beginning of Longmont turning this corner into where we are now with Longmont, and people like it or they hate it or whatever. But um, and now after that's been there, that 
area in particular has redevelopment potential because there's a lot of stuff like that right. and I mean to a much lesser extent again I don't want to be casting a lot of shade on the gestures but like it's you know it's right. care worn it's it, right. it needs a lot of love or it needs to be changed over and so you go well you know the stuff further north of that for a ways to 9th or 11th whatever you want to say on Main Street is yeah it's fine it's it's nice it's cute it's charming it you know yeah. keep the facade and you know right. like they do in Paris keep the facade or whatever and blow up the behind it and it, it's fine but you go um, down in there there's some stuff that's like well you know it, it kind of is just in this nebulous it's it's okay and it's been functioning but if you really want to densify the area which is kind of their plan you right. know keep a nice right. like community along Main Street, keep the, the look the same, and then you know, right. make it a, a community. And if you all remember, Tony Chacon, when he came on a few weeks back, said that they anticipate about a thousand new residential units being yeah. delivered in the next five years to that sort of area yeah. of town. It's crazy. And so we have, um, I mean, I was just looking at the development map, and then there's one, I think, I'm not going to get this all exactly right, but there's one close to the cheese importers on that side of the road. Mm -hmm. So like on the west yep. side of the road, yep. there's one on the other side that would be behind South Main Station, yep. like on Boston. And then there's going to be one in the development, like in the Dickens reviews. Farm area. Dickens Farm, yeah. There's uh, maybe the same one, but over on Martin Street, like yep. Martin and Second. Is yeah, what we're talking. yep. Martin and Second. Even off of like, I've heard about some projects going on off Rogers Road, which you can see in the development mm. map too. Like. That area, if if you go off to the more industrial part of Rogers Road, headed towards the the sugar, uh, the what am I trying to say? The sugar mill, right? Yeah, sugar mill. And head that way, like even some of those really rougher industrial areas, some of them are not even incorporated, um, are getting are getting about to be developed. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. There's gonna be apartments there, like yeah, before we know it. It's so crazy. Everywhere, and it it's a nice place to live. It's a beautiful part of town. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a right. there's no bad part along. There's like questions all the time on the subreddit. Right. I'm moving to Longmont. Yeah, Wait, I gotta right. yeah. Crime rates are really high. It's like, oh god, there's not really a bad part along. There's there's nicer parts there's of Longmont. There's simply not. It's, but it's yeah. just it's such a nice town, and yeah. I mean, just, things happen, and they happen more right. in some parts of town. But right. ultimately, Longmont's a really nice town. There's a lot of really nice places to live, right. and whatever. But yeah, I mean, the one on Main and or Second and Martin. Which would be, I mean, really close actually to the cannery, mm -hmm. um, and what would the, the the diversion center? Where you go drop off mm -hmm. your junk yep. and your yep. tree limbs and stuff. That's like four hundred units. Yep, we're talking about. Yep, and that, I mean, oh well, that's not on Main Street or whatever, but that's super close. Yeah, I mean, it's super it's close. Walkable. It's and right there. Even the one on, um, I don't even know if we should look this up and see if we can find it here in a sec. But for a long time, they're talking about like I think it was twenty. 21 Sunset, South Sunset, something like that. They, they were talking about putting some apartments on there too, and I'll have to dig into this Are you thing. talking about the um, the river? One? Yeah, close to that over there. I can't remember because there have been yeah. kind of discussions about all sorts of stuff down there. So but you even say like, oh, that's not that close to downtown. But it, right. it really is. It right. really is close to downtown. Right. Especially that because that's on the right. Greenway. And Martin Street is like a really fat, like, or um, that the linkage between Martin and Maine is it's like... Right. It's pretty quick. Right. And without going too far, you've got 300 Suns, you've got Wibby, you've got right. Hefe's, you've got whatever. On the near side and on the far side, you can go all the way up to basically where we're at right now at the 700 block. And you've got um, Long's Peak Pub and you've got the Cooper's, the wine place and Sweet Cow. And like, there's a lot. And so even that, you're going, well, it's not so close. But it's it's getting more dense. Yeah. And speaking of, um, 
we got a development that's a bit contentious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were, well, I was telling Brady that I was watching uh, watching some city council meetings. Cause and I told her she has a charmed life. <laughs> it's the end of the year. A little bit more time yeah. on my hands these days. And I should <laughs> put the kids to bed. Come on in, kids. Bring the, bring the popcorn. We're, gonna, we're staying up. We're meeting. seeing if we can make it to midnight tonight. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. Well, and so it was funny. The city council meeting was, the public comments time was all about Vance Brand Airport and mm-hmm. the leases, how they've shortened the leases out there, which is leases on. Well, the lease on so city-owned property, but they lease it to the airport. Uh, okay. And so when people invest in airport hangars and other infrastructure yeah. out there, they it's it's basically a short-term investment. It's like a twenty-year or thirty-year investment, depending on how long the lease is, because there's no guarantee about what what's going to happen when that lease gets yeah. is you know odds are it'll renew. But for investors or for people to raise money or put money into capital improvements and mm-hmm. maintenance, it's like well, easy. I yeah. don't know. I'm not gonna. So anyway, there's there's concern with some of the airport enthusiasts out there about about those leases, and I think that was up on a ballot issue. So that's what they were responding to. But okay. Yeah. In any case, there was a lot of hoopla about the bond farm development, which yeah. continues to just kind of be controversial. And I'm seeing a ton more signs up in people's yards um, as they um, prepare. get closer to yeah, the. Yeah. Get, so we were trying to figure out if there's like a milestone coming up. I don't yeah. think there's a milestone coming up with bond farm, but it's getting more contentious this evening. It's, it's yeah, and I was looking online to see if there's any. And, and by the way, listeners, this is to remind you the area between Sherman. It's like Spruce Street. Spruce Street. Sh- Sherman on the south, up to maybe what Grant or something like that on the north. Yeah, and, just look up where Spruce Street's at. Yeah, yeah exactly and this is an about. area of how many acres? Oh, it's a fun area. Brady's gonna look it up. Um, of just open space nestled in the middle of this residential neighborhood that is older and um there's a proposal to put 80 units on this particular parcel and so it would be some density housing and they'd be condos for sale not for rent so the ownership is the idea and the neighbors have concerns about um mainly about traffic and where the vehicles are going to go and limitations or lack thereof on um so it's a six acre property and they're talking about 75 townhomes and they said that they'd put in a small park too it'd be almost an acre not quite and they said it could be zoned up to 105 units but that's not what they're going for and i my feeling is um more that the traffic being raised as a concern is sort of the, I, I think like that's the tip the of the spear of that you can. For, yeah, but like if you're saying I own a single family home, and it's been this way forever, we have this huge empty lot, mm-hmm. and I can see down to the river, I can whatever, and then all of a sudden like oh yeah that that's gonna be that's gonna be seventy five units now. Right. Um, like right next door to you. Yeah. Um, it's a the, lot of residents being added to a small area. Yeah, and you're going well. What what's What's the viable concern there versus like, really, you've got a quiet little spot that you love. And I mean, rightly so, like it's a very privileged thing to to have. But then you start all of a sudden, boom, you put 75 houses worth of people. Right. Uh, It's like, what can you actually complain about? Because like zoning wise, they're well within the rights to do it. It makes total sense. It's right there. And and by the way, it's not like a developer coming in and just the development environment right now is so hard. It is so expensive. Mm -hmm. The permitting office in cities and this is a problem not just in Longmont but everywhere right now is bananas I mean you can't get anything approved the timelines are insane they're backed up they have they don't have the staffing we heard some I need to get this right but I know Billy's been bolder they're going to be hiring a ton of um, staff for the city to support all of the development permitting and hmm. stuff and 
it's good on one hand because they're way understaffed, but it's also like now you're training all these people, you have all these green people coming in. It's just kind of a mess. Yep. And Longmont's, you know, no different. Um, so, so to be a developer right now, your pro formas are suffering. I mean, it's it's hard. It's not like they're and they're doing what they can to make it as cheap as possible so people can buy them and so these things sell. It's not like they're trying to gouge. It's, they're just trying to make mm -hmm. it make sense for them. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's everything right now because property values are nuts. property values and materials costs, materials supply, labor. Costs. labor. <laughs> it's it's just a perfect storm, and yeah. so it's not like these people are coming in and just trying to make money off of i mean yes yeah, of course it's, they it's are. profitable but it's not easily profitable right I'll it's not that. it's not yeah yeah everything has gotten more expensive everything everything has gotten more so expensive. so yeah but the traffic issues are the main concern and the cars and i was just talking <clears> to <throat> one of our former guests pete over here right before the show we were talking about it and he's like fine address the traffic address cars like this is a traffic thing this isn't a residence and yeah. and building issue we need density we need infill mm -hmm, mm -hmm regulate traffic regulate cars which whatever that looks like i don't know but yeah that's it's such a contentious thing um and i'm i mean probably known from my opinions as i opine very frequently about cars and infrastructure and, and liking spaces that are for people yeah um i'm just, just complaining um about things being too loud and i don't like to go to a bar if it's because <laughs> i can't talk to somebody and like why would i sit on the city street if you know a, a semi truck or somebody who is pretending that they have a semi truck right. drives by and blows a diesel <laughs> stack and I can't hear you know like let's get dressed up on our best hunt and let's go sit on the <laughs> on the sidewalk and get you know rolled with coal and um, get, just go like temporarily deaf like that's not yeah. nobody wants that yeah. so um, it makes this kind of space and so I'm I'm more on that side if you're gonna have this space there's got to be places to to move people through yeah and whether you use um, transit or whether it's car space or whatever like you have to you have pipes lines to get people through but it doesn't need to necessarily be where you know housing density is because whatever right. and that's a whole other thing so um anyway yeah there's there's issues there yeah, we'll, too we'll see some updates from this we'll see if it goes through i'll be really curious because there is a real stink being raised with the neighbors right now and i'll be <clears> curious just how much pull they have my mom was remembering because there's another neighborhood right now that's popping up out on like airport road almost to 119 they're taking this um, parcel that has two or three houses and rebuilding and putting like mm -hmm, adding mm -hmm. more houses and there's concern again about like traffic and how mm -hmm. that'll you know safety and with schools and stuff and my mom was reminding me that there was a huge stink raise in Southwest Longmont when they did all of a lot of those developments out there with density and mm -hmm. that like our apartment complexes and whatnot and you know the city proceeded with it and it hasn't doesn't seem like it's been like a I don't hear at least. No, you didn't hear a much. lot of issues with traffic and safety and well, drop off out that, there. I'm that sure. may just come like the the complaints that everybody has now about 119 being a mess. Right. Like that might be part yeah. of that, but yeah. that's just 119's a yeah. mess. Like so. So like that's that's another car problem. Yeah. And like exactly. we're supposed to get a train or whatever, problems. you know? Like, like exactly. Whatever. These aren't problems of like. It's not a my my land is going away and I'm upset that people are moving to any neighborhood. It's a more of a car problem. Yeah, and it is. And I mean, when I lived in Germany for a year, the 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 thing was like I lived in a city that was population wise the same, almost exact same size as the mm -hmm. town that I grew mm -hmm. up in. And it was like I could walk across the city, and I you could walk across yeah. the city that I grew up in, but the houses were so much different. And even the house that I lived in, which was like more of a house than most was a row house. And so it was, right. you know, eight houses right. attached and the whole neighborhood was like that. And the guy who we lived with, Tony, um, he, you know, we were top floor, he was bottom floor, uh, or main floor. And then um, we we rented and like, 
it was pretty dense that way and he was you know like a doing well and whatever mm-hmm. but he lived in Rojas and that was right. just nor- that's just normal no, for that part of the world exactly. and um, and so the density there was so much different and then to get to Munich because we lived outside of Munich you just get on the train right the bahn and then you get on the u-bahn and you go into the city and we didn't have a car i mean it would have been nice to have bicycles we didn't have that but um, with a bicycle you could get across that town right. and the traffic was i mean quite light and yeah. um, very very lighter than or very much Later than uh, where I grew up, and that's we're talking the same amount of people, and it's like, well, you can you can do it. It's not what we're used to in the country, or the state, or the city, and so um, you know, I think over there it really is a, an issue of again cars. I'm like, we don't all need five ton metal boxes to drive around in, and I, I'm very hypocritical because I drove in my truck. Um, you know, you know. Well, we'll see what happens with Bond next year. I think we'll have some nice updates and just kind of a curious unfolding story that's making a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, it is making a lot of noise. And speaking of making noise, um, the hotel that we've talked about a couple of times yeah. that's slated to go in, um, again, on Main Street, not on Main Street, but close to Main Street, Kimbark, Kimbark in the third. Yep. Kimbark in the third. So <clears throat> you're talking close to like Georgia Boys and the police station, I guess, right, right there. It's behind Dickens, ho- Dickens Opera House. Yeah, which is closed. Yes, I know. Um, Although that, they're sprucing it up over there. Right. I mean, it looks kind of nice, and I don't. I haven't heard anything like literally no scuttlebutt yeah. on who's coming in or if they found anyone or what the deal is. But it seems like they've been doing some improvements on at least the exterior, and it's like I drove by yesterday and I was impressed with how it looked. Oh, okay. Like the best well, it's looked in a long time. Well, I know. Funny now that it's empty. Try to sell it. <laughs> we, when we moved into our, our house, we started doing some work, and the um, the next door neighbor who um, was like probably 70, 75 at the time, was like, oh, like, how long are you going to live there? Like, you're fixing it up so you can move, right? It's like, no, we want to live here. We want to stay here. But, you know, usually that's the sentiment. If you buy something or you're working on something a lot, it's because you want to unload that turkey. You know, so get a little bow tie out, put it on your turkey. Like, look, you gobble, gobble. This thing's great. It's not just the turkey. Uh, lipstick on the pig or whatever. But um, there's a lot of that. But, um, yeah, we, when we drove past and it looked like whatever. Yeah. Um, but that... Hotel, I mean, it's you're really getting dragged on the subreddit in particular. There are people are talking like, we don't, we don't need this, and um, and some people are like, oh well, it looks good. And people are like, oh well, I mean, the parking's a concern That's again. So crazy, I cannot. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. I mean, I've heard people who are like real estate people saying that they're like, oh, I'm not really sure what the. I just come. I could like <clears throat> wholeheartedly have to say I disagree. I think so that I, hotel will be awesome. One of the highest rated. I'm gonna just look in the seat. So one of the highest upvoted things on the internet right now is they're saying. Um, just looking around, I would think Longwood is already oversaturated with hotel space. And I think this is like my, my counter to that is it's kind of a myopic view of, of the hotel space that we have. So I always just assume they serve people that don't want to pay the B in Boulder because it's Boulder fees, whatever. So, um, we but it's just a-, a totally, totally different product than these ho- hotels on the perimeter of town. Oh uh, yeah. That, that's exactly why I'm saying it's a myopic yeah. view of the thing. And he so said, I said it before we need to mandate, um, require downtown businesses to have a, a return to whatever facades and the charm and whatever and it's like i would say also you know if we're going to be adding stuff to main street i would personally want it to to follow that i would i would agree with this exactly. piece of the argument yeah keep it charming keep yeah. it main yeah. street keep boutique it, i mean right have, have and do what the saint julian did and have like a nice bar or yeah. whatever like, like entertainment nice. like yeah. bring people into the hotel who aren't necessarily staying at the hotel right i would never go out to the hilton for a right. drink right like right. Not that it would be bad, but right. I wouldn't drive to the Hilton for. I, I will say I went to when I went back to Minneapolis. I stayed at sort of this weird hotel. I can't even think of the name of it. 
but they had salsa night. Nice, yeah. Uh, and and it was, St. Julian's had that kind of stuff. This and it was, and it, like, I was like, yeah, whatever, salsa night. Like, yeah. it'll be, you know, five people in the corner. Yeah. It was banging. Like, it was so <laughs> loud. And it was, like, it was jam-packed. People were drinking, like, like crazy. And I was like, wow. And it was just some random hotels, salsa night. And so, you know, there is, you have the right space. Yeah, you can get a vibe you can, you can, Yeah, you yeah. can make it do whatever. But yeah, people are saying this, and I, I would say the same thing that you were, that, um, yeah, I mean, if you, you have a lot of uh, hotels on the corner by Boulder. Right, right, and then, right. And then, like... The closest one to in town is the one that's on Ken Pratt, like, Ken yeah. Pratt and Bowen back there. Yeah, the, um, it's like a Hilton or something. Yeah, something yeah. back there. And, and then, that's, that's and actually right the, off the green And then the one off nice. the thing, 119 is good, but... Yeah, and so there's a couple, but, like, if you're saying, oh, we want to bring people in, right. and it's, you know, a cute kind of right. downtown space, and people, right. like, experience this, <laughs> and then drive to Rocky Mountain or, right. or whatever, it's fine. Like, I think that there's... This is a different market than that. So I think there's, you know, arguments and counter-arguments going on in this, but there are definitely a lot of people saying that, um, like... Who's coming to Longmont for tourism? And it's like, don't I? You know, let pe- let people decide on their own not to come to Longmont for tourism. But um, I mean, if you talk to the the folks who started the Saint the Saint Vrain, mm-hmm. the um, event venue that does weddings and stuff yep. on, on um, third. third, yeah, yep. the Danielsons, they they'll talk about. I mean, they moved here from Southern Colorado, and when they were looking at where and how to start the type of wedding venue they wanted to start and their model, they picked Longmont for the reason that they they believed and they've proven that they can attract people from out of town who mm. want to have a destination wedding. And they appeal to destination weddings. It's not like, I, I would be curious actually what the breakdown is, but I know that they do things with a lot of out of town families mm-hmm. and have connections and set them all up. People who then fly out, like you're mm-hmm. saying to Estes or whatever. So, I mean, that venue is to me a little bit of proof of concept that this is a more of a destination than we think of it as. Plus everybody has family from out of town that comes in and so honestly, got- it's a bunch of transplants. It is a lot of transplants. And like, I think people still still move here. And I'm talking to people who have been around, but like still talking to people that move to Longmont because it's it's still more affordable than right. a lot of other areas right. and still has a lot of great things going for it. Because um, if you go further north, I mean, right. the sort of personality of the county changes. I mean, north of 66, like we're... Well, that is that is Larimer County. You're in Larimer County. Yeah. And like, if you go, um, it's, it's very different. And we noticed it very much in the pandemic. You go to the Target here, and like everybody was doing their thing, wearing the masks and stuff. You go up, and it's like nobody cared. It's like it's just a different sort of thing. Culture. And I'm not like that sort of moments pass, and I'm not. But that's just yeah. it's a different culture. Yeah. And that is very true. And I think here, um, it's far enough away. It feels like its own city, and we do sort of have a break from yeah. everyone else. And people who've come here that I've talked to have said, "Boy, I love Longmont. It feels like its own town. It feels like its own thing." And a lot of people who sort of are from Boulder or from, you know, around or whatever, they think, oh, it's like Boulder Light or this movie, we can't afford a Boulder. And yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, there's, they're on it. You know, it's a good critique, whatever. But uh, really, the community is, it's a wonderful community. Yeah. It's full of like caring. A lot of our own services. Yeah. Super water secure. Our own, uh, right. <laughs> our it's important. own utilities. This is like becoming this a Longmont promo show. We we are not affiliated with the city of Longmont in any way. Why not? Like, <laughs> Eric's well. out. Like maybe we could get a thing going. <laughs> yeah, seriously, collect some checks. And who doesn't love city council? <laughs> well, I think that we should probably wrap. But on this note, 
I did go this week to the Longmont Museum because my grandfather was in town mm. and we did a quick, it was perfect because we had like Littles with us and then we had my grandfather who's like 93. It was like, what can we do for all of us? <laughs> and the Longmont Museum was perfect because you could walk through, do a little history and then there's some kids like more interactive stuff to play with at the end. Yeah. And it was good. And But I read this quote that I wanted to read from Seth Terry who was a member of the Chicago, original Chicago, Colorado yep. colony. Uh, they're like locating committee so the scouts trying to figure out where they were going to have it and if you remember the chicago colorado colony was the planned colony Mm -hmm. um that put together longmont and they modeled it after the union colony which was Greeley. these are the only two planned colonies in the state of colorado so longmont learned everything from union and started theirs but he said our first choice of a town site is on the north side of the St. Vrain on the territorial road from Denver to Cheyenne. And that was the, I forget which, there was one of, one of the Indian tribes had this route from Denver to Cheyenne and they, and the St. Vrain like crossed with the territorial site. Mm-hmm. And that's where some of these first cabins and stuff were built, the Allen cabin or something like that. Um, and a more beautiful natural location I very seldom see in the first place. It is just high enough of a south slope in full view of the, the mountains and as near as it will do to go to get a full view of the snowy peaks. And I always maintain that. We have like the best view because you're mm-hmm. farther back and it's like mm-hmm. this nice broad view. You're not so close like you are in Boulder. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and also near enough for agricultural purposes. We have plenty of very nice water directly from the mountains and from the melting snow flowing more and more as the weather becomes warmer. Mm-hmm. So boom, there you go. That's Longmont. It's gorgeous. That's why it's awesome. It's gorgeous, yeah. That's why we're going to keep talking about it for <laughs> when we, um, another year to come. When we first moved here, because uh, we came from Kansas the, the most recent time, and I, we'd be driving and see the mountains, and I'd just wave, like do a Vanna White sort of motion at, it's like, ooh, here it is. And I just like <laughs> motion toward the mountains for like years. I'd just be like, and look, and there's mountains. Because we came from the Midwest, and there's corn. Oh, yeah, we came from so Kansas, flat. and there's corn, and like sort of. Imagine not seeing the mountains in the winter. Like, and then there's mountains. And recently, I mean, it's hazy and whatever, and then you get a bunch of snow, and the air becomes crystal clear. And then there's this huge panorama of the mountains. You just like, from you know eye to eye, like it's just massive, and you're like, it's gorgeous. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. Well, we hope you will continue to tune in and hear us talk more about Longmont and the fine people living here. And we will see everyone in January in the new year. Have a happy and safe new year. We love you, Eric. Thanks for starting Side Dish. And of course, don't forget to like us, subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any comments or feedback or questions, email us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. Thank you to Andy Epler for our intro and outro music. I will see you next year. Brady. Yeah. Peace. See you later. <laughs> God.